Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Lainey, and this is the Lainey Gossip Podcast for Sasha Answers. Hi. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I know that you were better MIA for a bit. I had a really weird health week, which I can almost work through anything. Yes. I don't ever, you I rarely, rarely call a sick day, but I can't work through dizziness, like vertigo. And mm. that's what happened to me. I just um, heard Yasek go like <laughs> in my ear. And his arms he was are so crossed. He was so he sympathetic. Believe- no, no, he knew I wasn't feeling well. Yeah. But he, like, he, for him, it's just like, oh, it's just your hormones and your period. But this is what happened to me last year, strangely around this time, the first day of my period or the day before my period, I got super fucking dizzy. Yeah. Um, and couldn't, like, I couldn't stand up, couldn't do anything. And then the same thing happened the other day, first day or the day before my first day, my period, I could not stand like up. Like he had to come pick me up from work. Wow. Oh, that was, I remember the last time that happened last year, yeah. I saw him as you were leaving. He, he had to come pick me up. I could not drive. Like I could not operate a vehicle right. and then spent that whole day. Um, oh, right. And I, I, he's, he's telling me to tell the story of me at the, the Met, but so for, I'm a fainter, first of all, like, I did not know this. <laughs> like in certain conditions, I will faint like of heat conditions, like heat conditions, period conditions, like this, hor- like whatever happens to me during my period usually. And when I'm hot. So I was so fucking dizzy this week that he had to come pick me up. I had to be in a dark room for a whole day, mm-hmm. completely unplugged. Like I couldn't stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it got better as my period like trailed off. Right. So it's some kind of hormone thing. I better go check it out. Um, <laughs> but I was once in New York and I wanted to go see the McQueen gala or the McQueen exhibit. And it was a fucking hot day. I was by myself and they won't let you take a water bottle in there. It was so hot. Mm. I walked there was sweating, had my water bottle. They're like, check your bottle. So I was waiting in line for an hour on my period. <laughs> Got to the front of the line. And the next thing I know, I'm on the ground. That's with really my, scary, With actually. my cheek on the cold, cool tile of the Metropolitan <laughs> Museum of Art. How glam. <laughs> um, and... Um, yeah, like then they had to wheelchair me out. Like, I got had to get fucking wheelchaired oh. out of the Met and didn't see the fucking exhibit. Yasik's laughing. Were he thinks this is the funniest story. No. He, like I was by myself. That's really sad. And people must have thought like that day they must have gone home and said a fucking meth head <laughs> was lining up and oh then cracked out on the <laughs> and ground. then crapped out. Like yeah, it was anyway. So I'm a fainter, and so I didn't faint this time, thank God. But I was really dizzy, and oh, that's great. Okay, yeah, the hormones I, like are crazy. Hormones are very crazy, and the theme here is you're typically not a drama queen. So, 
Well, typically I'm a, totally a drama queen about other shit. No, but, but not, not about, about my body. Sickness. You don't like, you have no time for people feeling <laughs> ill or like feeling any sort of. No, I like, I practically will work. And when I broke my arm in France, I was like, oh, let's have surgery. And then let's go right back to work. Yeah. You know, didn't miss a day. But when you're dizzy or when I was like, I could not stand oh, up I've straight. I had vertigo once and it was horrible. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, you feel anyway, like a lunatic. Also, the fact that I'm a fainter, it doesn't help. Like, no. maybe. I it's just I want to kind of thing. I fainted one like day. I have fainted <laughs> like Thanks, I do. Sash. I'll be there to help you, but like I kind of want to see. I you have faint. fainted also like I used to work at a supermarket checkout, and I fainted on the job. Like boop, like scanning people's groceries. Mm. Like scan your peanut butter, scan your fucking ziploc I have, bags. I, I have, I and then boom, all of a sudden I hit the deck. Like you black because I have fainting where I'll be. I don't know what happens. I feel like it's not a hormone thing. It's more like something that I eat. And something that will just fuck me up. And I feel like, A, I have to either shit my pants or I'll faint at the same time. And so I'll, many times, like ask Corey. So you choose to faint to bypass shit in your pants? Yes, but I always have to like, find. it's always when I'm at a restaurant or somewhere where I'm not at home and I have to like find a bathroom and I will lay out on whatever gross bathroom floor to feel the cold and that'll usually snap me up. But it's a little bit different. That was, at least you have control over it. It, I have a, no fucking no. control over yeah. my fainting. It just I like have, fucking happens. Once every few years, I'll I'll do a good faint and like out in public. Well, I mean, we have Beyonce on Wednesday, so fingers crossed you're gonna, <laughs> you'll faint not there. Not faint at Beyonce. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that, I'm sorry. I'll take that back. Okay, let's okay. get into the questions. Um, okay, I've hi Sasha. I've been listening to all your podcasts, and you always say, "quote Do you?" Which sounds good in theory, but what does that really mean? That's all. Curious. <laughs> that's funny. That's actually a really good question. Do you? What does okay. that mean to you? Why are you looking at me like frowning? Because you don't like that question. No, I'm like, okay, what a <laughs> what a dummy. Are you How calling? Are we helping you by like talking about do you? What's your crisis? Oh my god! Don't she's wanting to maybe wants to learn how to do you. I don't know. Like I feel like that is eating up a legitimate person's problem. Okay, but. We're, this is, I answer people's in a chronological fucking order. Okay. So fucking eat shit and fucking answer this chick who has a fucking question. Okay. I'll I mean, start then, you dickwad. <laughs> Curious. I'm here to help you. Oh my gosh, she's still frowning. Okay, let me help you. Because do you might sound simple to us, but I think, like, I think um, do you means do whatever makes you happy, right? So... Um, whether that means doing the things you love, being around the people that you love, um, or, you know, filling yourself with joy and spiritually your gut instinctually fill in whatever hippiness blank you want to do there, but find purpose. I think that's do you and, 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 um, kind of fucking, you know, Oprah it and own your truth. And I think so much of the time we live, um, surrounded by people's expectations, yep. our family, our friends, fucking our spouses. So it's about kind of like rejigging all of that and um oh my god you're looking at your phone no i'm looking i'm accessing drake to see if maybe he can help us because his lyrics are oh yeah that's right i'm doing me i'm doing me i'm living life right now man and this is what i'm gonna do like okay, what does that mean <laughs> right so i'm accessing drake okay help. good this I is mean, really nice you can good keep inspiration that, keep that in there the singing or not <laughs> um but yeah like i this is a song from drake called over And the lyrics are, um, what am I doing? What am I doing? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm doing me. 
I'm doing me. I'm living life right now, man. And this is what I'm going to do till it's over, till it's over. But it's far from over. Okay. Um, so I don't think, I don't think Drake explains that very well. I think that, like, you know, as he says in this song. <laughs> this is really funny. Yeah. He finds himself, you know, in a place where there are too many people right now. Mm-hmm. That he didn't know last year. And he's like, who the fuck are y'all looking yes. around? And he's like, I swear it feels like the last few nights we've been everywhere and back, but I just can't remember it all. Okay, you're doing a spoken word of Drake right now. <laughs> no, but he's, you know, he's looking around. He's like, wow, I'm, I'm surrounded by people I don't know. And what's my base? What's my yes, foundation? Yes. And you know what? I'm going to take it back to doing me and the, surround myself with the people who know who I am so I can be who I am, do me. Because there's a long road ahead, and it ain't over yet. <laughs> yes. Fucking preach Drake. He nails that on the head. Curious. I wonder if we can answer all questions with a Drake we could. song. We like, could. I try. wonder if today we can try and make okay, that yeah. happen. So we'll but you're one. right. It's all like Oprah, do you, do me. Like, you know, instead of living in a way that makes other people happy, yeah. it's what is right to you. Yeah. That's a really, and I know that sounds simple, but that's actually not simple for a lot of people. A lot of people live in this cloud of what I was saying, expectation. And so they do lose themselves and think they have to be a certain way uh, for other people. And then, yeah, they lose their center and don't know how to. I agree. And I think that, as she said, it sounds good, but what it's harder to do and whatnot. I also think you can't do you all the time. Like you can't walk down the street every single day and and like, do you here? Do you there? Do you everywhere? I think that if everybody was doing you, doing me, like you'd have a narcissistic As Drake said, it would be over. Yeah. Um, Which is why I'm just a little bit confused about this question because I wanted to know what situation in which, like, do you want to apply the do you? Like, you know, here's an example of when maybe you shouldn't do you is like when you are um, having a conversation with somebody and all you want to do is talk about the things that mean something to you. <laughs> and somebody brings up a topic that you might not be interested in. Do you, the true spirit of it would be like, you know what? I don't fucking care about what you're saying. Yes. Like, I'm just going to do me here and talk about what I want to talk about. No, that means you're a dick. Yes. So it's about selectively choosing when to do you in life, right? Yeah. And Obviously, it comes down to when to do you in a time when you're not walking around doing you over and above stepping down on other people. Yeah, I think when we say do you, it's in some sort of crisis or, yeah. um, you know, whether it be a relationship or, f- or whatever, friendship, whatever the fuck, is you do you when you feel like everything around you is wrong and yeah. you need to step out of that situation yeah. and do you. Like, do you know who do you's too much? Or does himself too much? Justin Timberlake. Let's oh, not yes. let's not encourage a do you in a world where everybody has to be fucking Justin Timberlake. Yes. Me, 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 do me, I'm me, I my shitty new fucking song. I hate this song. Um, I hate yeah. that song. Anyway, but so we're not gonna take Justin Timberlake's advice today. We're no. gonna not find songs that we can apply Just Drake. from Justin Just Drake. Timberlake. But yes. <laughs> no, so do you is not Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's a little Drake and yes. over. This <laughs> is Yes, I agreed. I will say this, though. If Curious is, um, not just Curious, but she is going through, like, maybe a bit of a crisis or dark moment in her life, 
That is where I would like to say, though, is the best time that you can figure, figure out yourself. Um, so, like, if you're feeling dark, if you're going through a shitty situation, um, you know, take that time to kind of understand what's going on, how you can kind of push through it, um, why you're feeling the things you're feeling. Like, ask yourself questions when you're going through a dark moment because then that is when you can figure out who you are, what you want. Yeah. And those I mean, are important things to do. Should you do you in that situation or should you maybe not do you so much? Because, like, I mean, the first thing that popped into my mind, because we don't know, she didn't tell us, is, mm-hmm. you know, is she cheating on a spouse or is she the other person or whatever? In that case, don't do you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Step yeah. back from doing you. Yeah. Doing you isn't yeah. good th- at that yeah. point. That is what got you in the dark place, you know, maybe not. Yeah. Okay. Well, can we find another um, situation in which to apply some Drake? Yes. Okay. Moving on. Uh, hi, Sasha. Hi, Lainey. It's 3.30 in the morning and I'm beyond pissed writing this. I don't know who to call and I don't even know why I'm writing you, but I clearly need to vent. My boyfriend is still not home and this has been his behavior for months. We've only been dating for six months. And is he cheating? Is he out with his friends? What's happening this late that he needs to be out? I've been texting him all night and he hasn't written back and I'm furious. I am this close to changing the locks on him. Do I just sound like a Beyonce cliche at this point? What do I do when he gets home? If I break up with him, will I regret it? All I want to do is break up with him and never speak to him again. P.O. Wow. And of course, not Drake, but the Beyonce song that she is referencing is Beyonce Sorry. Looking at my watch, he should have been home. Today I regret the night I put that ring on. He always Always got got them fucking excuses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, fuck, I hate that. I hate the fucking being at home and he's not home yet or Mm. she's not home yet and waiting by the phone for the I hate that. Yeah. Like, God, I just... I almost have uh, remembering that is vi- bringing back such visceral, yeah. like palpable anger for me. Yeah. And it's anger at that person and shame. Like, why am I, I in situation? sitting yeah. here waiting for your fucking ass to call me? I hate that. Well, you're waiting because you're a normal person and Ugh. you're hoping that that person will give you a speck of respect. Fuck. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel P.O.'s yeah. fucking vibe because, oh my God. I it's, feel like I always only go for guys who love to rage against the machine and yeah. fucking burn the midnight oil. Not um, to, like, not to whatever, but yes, your husband is, oh, um, currently, you have, yes, <laughs> is currently getting shit Often now. you wait yeah. up uh, for I him. don't so much now. I mean, I've yeah. trained him to be like a normal human being and come home at a normal time. But <laughs> I have, I'm thinking of one boyfriend who would do this to me constantly. And I put up with it for like three years. Um, like even, even so much, I remember one night he, um, we were having like a nice night in um, my room and we were like watching TV. He was fucking tapping away on his computer and he was like, oh, my computer's about to die. I'm going to grab the cord. And I think it was like 10.30 PM. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to fucking close my eyes. I woke up at 2 AM and he wasn't there. He didn't ever come back from grabbing the cord from his car to recharge his computer. His yeah. computer was still sitting next to me. Um, and I didn't hear from him until I was calling him. I had to, like, I had to call his fucking parents in the middle of the night to be like, is he dead? Like, where the fuck did he go? And he just fucking went and, um, partied. And so I feel PO's pain because I've been there. And, um, if they've only been dating for six months and this has been happening for a few months already. Yeah. Dude. I wish I knew. Dude, I wish it's I knew time to fucking pull the plug says, though. I just, I just wish I knew I mean, 
I would. I just wish we had a little bit more information. Like, has he? I mean, I'm just. Are we just assuming that she's texted and he just, you know, doesn't respond to the texts? Yeah, I think um, she's. I think it seems like it's probably a bit of a running theme, and it's probably getting worse. You know, yeah. as the days go on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to know, like, have because right now she's just writing in anger, right? Yes. So she's, and we both as you clearly have heard, totally understand you. So I, I, she's writing in anger, so I don't know that she's like, you know, two months ago, did they have a talk and he agreed that, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll just check in with you. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah, of course, I'll, you know. Because I feel like in none of these circumstances, like when I was annoyed when the times that's happened to me, it's not like I never, I didn't want him to go out. Yeah. It's not like I, I wanted, wanted like, I, it's not like I wanted to impose a curfew mm-hmm. on him. It's just like, you know, the living in limbo. That you don't know about, um, as you just said, right? Like, he just took off on you in the middle of the night. Like, you wake up, he's not in bed. Yeah. Um, so, I just want to know what the excuse, for lack of a better word, has been and what the plays have been before, mm-hmm. What converse, how those conversations went. Was there ever a conversation? Yeah, if there has not been a conversation, there definitely needs to be a conversation. Yeah. And and the and that's what it is, too, is like, go have fun. Go fucking party. Like, you know, that, yeah. that's good times but there needs to be a balance and that is to check in like you got to check in or you got to be like hey babes I'm not fucking coming home until like really late tonight having a blast fucking peace go to bed yeah at least in that you set your like your nerves are fucking calm you're chill you know that you won't expect that human being coming through your door until you know 6 a.m fine yeah one-offs are cool I think if you're consistently seeing this behavior I mean I've always thought like Nothing good happens, right? Like you always hear this. Nothing good happens uh, in the AMs. Like you're not doing any. You're not like fucking reading a book. You're not fucking studying. Well, I don't you're know. Balls out partying, and you're and you're opening up a door. If it happens enough times, you're opening up a door to the possibility. But you haven't of other left your husband. Shit. Yeah, because like, I know he's not cheating on me. I'm but typically with him. Those times that I've been out with him, <laughs> just, I'm with him. You just have him early. Yes, I'm yeah. with him. So if anything, you're with him at the end. I know the people he's with. Right. Um, but I just want to... So that's what I want to know too. Like, yeah. does she not know the people he's with? Like, you know, there's all kinds of blanks yes. here, you know, that I just don't think that like, hey, see you later. I want to leave you is a first response until... Or a, res- a first response to a situation of no conversations and expectations and standards have been laid down and met. Okay, so let's give her some stages yeah. of advice, which is stage one. Stage one, if there a conversation has not occurred, you have to be like, listen, I'm not here to like fucking cock block your fun. I just don't want to worry. So can you just text me back once in a while? Like, and if he doesn't, if he thinks that's too much, then again, then cut the fucking cord. Then you, you got to be like, okay, well then... We're not on the same page. Yeah. You want to party which later. Is cool. Yes. Okay. So stage two is if you've already had this conversation yeah. once um, or whenever and he's still doing this, I would be like, you know, then I would be get, get a little bit more dramatic and emotional. Faint. <laughs> not faint. If you have that skill though, maybe you should faint. I mean, I wish I could pass it on to people. Okay, go on. Sorry. Um, but then I think that then you get a little bit more dramatic and you'd be like, you know what? It's not fair to me. I worry like this. To me, it means that you do not care, care and you don't respect my worry, my concern, me staying up like I've expressed to you. So I feel like she should at least get that out. Yeah, you know. I want. I would like to believe that she's probably gotten stage one and stage two 
um, out and, and dealt with that because the anger, the palpable anger that's fucking buzzing through my phone while reading this is like, she's fucking fed up. Like she's agree. had those talks. And so if you're at that point, then again, we go back to the do you, which is figure out what the fuck you want. Do you want to be in a relationship where the dude's taking off all the time and you can't control him? Um, and I mean, control the, the, that bad behavior. Um, if, if the answer is no, you want to be with someone who's like more of a homebody, then this dude isn't for you. This guy yeah. isn't for you. And if you are worried about cheating, then I mean, I, I wouldn't want to tap into your paranoia, but that's what I was tap. That's what I was saying earlier, which is it does when, when a person is going out constantly and getting fucking totally wasted and is out all the time and hanging out with like buttloads of people, then you are opening yourself to the opportunity of being in a situation that you shouldn't be in, yeah. which is having your mouth on some person's private part, right? That's a possibility. Yeah. And so you don't want to, you don't want to be in a relationship six months and feeling all this um, angst and feeling all this stress and, and doubting everything he's doing because that's not going to fucking do you any good. So I don't know my, if, if my gut would be like, okay, wake up. I mean, obviously I don't know when she sent this, but like the morning has come and maybe it's time to have that conversation about breaking up. <laughs> If yeah. you can't change it, then he if should you be. haven't had it yet. Yeah. Like, I think that one of the things of, one of the reasons why do you is still not a given for people is because collectively as a society, we're shitty communicators. Mm. You know, like, I think that the 50% marriage dying rate is testament yeah. to the fact that we are shitty communicators. Mm -hmm. And while we walk around being like, do me, I need this, snap, snap, finger, you know, blah, 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 blah. Many people we've seen in relationships are not good at articulating what they want. There could be many reasons for it. You know, like, that's why I'm not entirely convinced that P.O. has laid down her needs, wants, expectations, because... Let's face it, sometimes, early, especially early in a relationship, we fucking suck and you at hope talking that, about what we want and what we need. And you hope that smug look, they'll get the drift and That's right. Yeah. Or, or, and this goes back to do you, you don't want to be that girl who is like… Demanding. Demanding yeah. or keeping tabs on a guy. It's not that. This situation isn't. But, I mean, here I go again. Maybe I might end up on a feminist rant. But socially, we've been conditioned by like, and men too… What? Your girl, like, want, needs you to fucking text her every mm. couple of hours or, like, at midnight? Who's that? Why is she such a fucking ball and chain? And then no girl wants to be the fucking ball and chain, so then that gets in the way of communication. Yeah. So while let's – we have assumed that maybe she has gone through all these stages of communicating what she needs, there is a very good chance she might not have. Right. And it is time to then do you in whatever way, wherever that stage applies. Yeah. Okay, but I think we've given her – you know, yeah. some different levels of advice. Drake and Beyonce that time. Oh, we are fucking on fire. All right, next question. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Dear Sasha and Lainey, I used to be a photographer, something I wanted my entire life. When the ass fell out of the industry, it broke my heart. It was then when I was working graveyards delivering newspapers, a story popped into my head, and long story short, I wrote a novel. 
neither of which are the easiest of career paths, but I've always been determined to keep going. I even reached out to you, Lainey, asking for advice, and the response you gave was just keep writing. It has become my mantra. Thank you. Do you remember that? that Does you read- her name start with a K? Yes. Yeah, I remember. Oh, that's nice. Nice of you. Uh, Last week, I went through a personally trying time, a crisis of faith of sorts. I find myself unable to shake the feeling that maybe I wasn't cut out to be a writer, that perhaps I'm kidding myself and I'm not talented enough to have a career in a creative field. It was the darkest five days of my life because I couldn't imagine what I would do going forward. I have never suffered with mental illness. For that, I am lucky. And while careers in the arts are series of challenges, it was the first time that I couldn't talk myself back into a determined state. I'm very fortunate to have had the same group of friends since I was eight years old. And when I reached out in my humiliated and fragile state, their immediate reaction of support and love made all the difference. But then there's the other guy. Isn't there always? A friend I've had for over a decade. One I'd called my best friend. Someone who was also creative and albeit had in a different industry. When he struggled with bouts of unemployment or self-doubt, I was always there, emotionally and financially, both of which I gave freely, expecting nothing in return. Our friendship was intellectually and creatively challenging, something I've never found in anyone else. While my career stalled, his went through the roof. Over the past year, he's come to me in tears over emotional problems, and I took every 3 a.m. phone call without hesitation. He is healthier and happier than ever, and richer, much, much richer. A fact that he hasn't felt the need to hide in any way, even flaunting events he's been at for years that I can't afford. Last week when I reached out for help, he didn't respond for over a day. When he did, it was to tell me that I'm lazy and don't try hard enough and that's why I'm not a writer. I've since found out from one of my OG girls that eight years ago when I tried to set him up, he trash-talked me to her and that's why she didn't want to be with him. Throwing away a long and creatively rewarding friendship seems like a huge loss, but also fuck that guy. Am I being jealous because he's become so successful while I've struggled or is he just being an asshole? Sincerely, JK, the before Harry years. Wow. A, I I mean, from a writer's perspective, maybe we can hit it from that. I don't – listen, her question was, am I being jealous? And my question back is, jealousy is a very natural human response. You know, you have worked hard. It hasn't worked out for you. And you've watched it work out for somebody else. It's okay to feel a stab of like, fuck – you know, I wish it could work out for me. I don't think it's realistic when people walk around telling you like, don't be jealous, yeah. just love yourself and don't worry about it. It's like, if that, if it was that easy, why was Shakespeare writing about it in fucking 1600? Mm-hmm. Like, and why haven't in the 500 years since or whatever, we figured it out. Like it is very... Well, jealousy can be a great motivator, right? Correct. That's what, yeah. It can be a great motivator and it can be, but eliminating it completely is so so absurd that I'm not going to say to you, am I just a jealous person? Maybe you are. Maybe you are in this situation and I don't blame you. Mm -hmm. I would be too. You know, if I was like in the shits for a long time and, you know, things weren't going my way and I still, I was working hard and I just wasn't getting the breaks. Absolutely. I'd be a little bit bitter. You're entitled. So if, if that was your emotion and I'm not saying it was, if it was though, that's okay. You know, it's what you do with what, what that emotion is, as you just said, Sasha, like how, if it does, does it motivate you, you know, um, do you respond negatively to it? Like, does that jealousy make you a bitch? And are you fucking trash talking him everywhere? Which I don't think you are. Then no, it's okay in those moments to feel a little bit shitty and a little bit resentful at the world. Like, you know, to raise your fists up and yell at the sky a few times. I you know, I hope that we can all take permission 
to just feel that and not add on and pile on to our distress by shaming ourselves for feeling jealous. Yeah. And I, I think the other the other couple of layers here is that, um, one, he's obviously not very supportive. I mean, to, for her, if she's in a dark place and he's like, fucking buck up, no. bitch, is like he's lame. He's a cock, And clearly. B, now that he's become like Mr. Fame, you know, he thinks that, I guess maybe she feels like she he can't fucking ride with her. She's not like part of his upper echelon bullshit. So you have like these two yeah. things and then you're like, oh, and I'm am I am I a bad person for feeling jealous? And, you know, he's super unsupportive. And, you know, he sounds kind of like he's, uh, I don't know. He thinks that he's yeah. a, like a little bit. What I don't like is that he's not sharing. You know, like to me – one of the great things about success is that it can be shared. It can be mm. spread around. You know, it can be – with success comes influence. And well, it, he sounds like he's hoarding that, right? Correct. Yeah. And so I feel insulted by his, you know, lack of sharing his success and lack of, you know, helping his other artistic friends. Um, you know, we work in an artistic industry and a creative industry. You and I, Sasha, mm -hmm. we do. And – I feel very fortunate that for the most part, we're surrounded by people who share that success and, you know, use their, for the most part, who use their platforms to help their friends mm -hmm. or at least like, you know, um, shout out their friends when they can. And, um, but the creative industry is really competitive because so few make it right. Sure. And so then you, you, you feel that kind of, um, that strain in a relationship when someone's fucking soaring to the highest and you're like, what the fuck? Like that happens all the time in our industry. And, and I guess it also happens in. Yeah. I think that like the key though, and more and more in the creative industry is that especially with the, like the rise of digital platforms is that you can start Many people yes. have started. I mean, in the old days of the creative industry when there's only one way to publish a book and there's only one way to make a TV show, one way to make a movie, and those roots were so concrete and narrow, yeah, that may have been the case. But these days where you can like go off and YouTube it or you can digital publishing, you can self-publish, all of that, I think that people have gotten more and more creative of doing their own thing and creating their own mini empires. Or right, there's many different paths That's now. right. But there still, there still ends up being um, that competitive nature, like who can get on the bestseller list. Not everyone can get on the bestseller list, right? Yeah. And, and for most people who write a book, that's like your, that's the goal. Um, but I, I think the, the problem here with our reader is that um, she's looking at a friendship that isn't what it used to look like. And that's so disappointing. Um, and so, I don't know. I mean, I would... I wouldn't invite that into my life very often. I wouldn't invite that kind of person who who thinks their shit don't stink anymore because yeah. they've sold X amount of, of books. Um, and I, I would definitely not keep around company who wasn't uh, supportive of me, especially when I was in a really dark time in my life and, and doubting stuff and questioning stuff and feeling really insecure. Like the only reason why you should have friends is so that they fucking pump you up yep. and help you out. And if you are, um, it doesn't matter how long you've had a friendship uh, with this guy for, if if he's showing his true cards right now and he's, you know, um, not stepping up and being a good friend, then I don't, I think you have every right to bow out. Well, 
especially since she's got other friends who are ride or die for her and have told her that, like, hey, eight years ago, this guy was already, you know. A D-bag. De- you know, betraying you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that too, right? Like, that, like, if yeah. your friend's selling you out behind your back, then that's fucking. To another friend? Yeah, that's lame. Yeah, that would, you know, so I don't think that, to me, though, like, she sounds pretty resolved. Like, she's like, fuck that guy, which is good. She's already yeah. there. But she's looking inward now and 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 which is which is what i love and she's trying to analyze herself and thinking about how she can be better and understanding her own own emotions and her question was like am i being jealous and or whatever and my whole thing is yes it's okay if you are mm-hmm. if you are and i can't answer that question for you you're going to have to like answer it for yourself if you are jealous but if that answer is yes you are a little bit jealous use it yeah Use it in a positive, healthy way. Like, use it to fuel you. Use it to motivate you. Use it to write something. You know, um, pitch it as a column to a newspaper, your local, whatever. Put him on blast. Fucking write write a book about him. Yeah. No, but that is true. Like, that is is what I think, you know, you motivated her the first time she was um, unsure. And this is the second kind of, um, you know, second push of motivation, which is like, yeah, like people are going to succeed. Um, people are going to be better at you, be better at things than you. And that should just serve as motivation. Like yeah. keep pushing yourself. Don't don't find that, def- like don't find other people's success as defeat. No, and I, what disappoints me about him though is that you can compete and still maintain friendship. Mm, oh yeah, you, I mean, you and Duanna have that kind of, Sure, it's, uh, you know. I remember, what was it? What, what were you saying? I felt like a, oh, you were talking about it, I think, on the social, where you were like, when Duanna's succeeding, you're like, I want some of that. But like in the healthiest way. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm her biggest fan, and I'm the first to fucking like shout her out and be like, yes. look what happened to her. The yeah. showrunner for The Affair yeah. thinks that Duanna's yeah, recaps yeah, yeah. for the show <laughs> are the best she's ever read. Do yeah. you know what a compliment that is? Oh, right, and that was what you were saying. You were saying that you were like, I want that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But do you know what a compliment that is? So in the space where, like, she was being shouted out by the showrunner of The Affair (laughs) for writing the best recaps for one of the best shows on TV. Yeah, that's a big hat tip. I was like, yes, because Duanna's awesome and writes amazing. And then, you know, part of me, that little part was a little jealous and like, well, what can I write where somebody else can be like, those recaps are the best for me. Like, you know, and then, but I'm not going to take it out on Duanna. No. I'm going to be like, okay, what can I write? Yeah, you up so your game. What disappoints me about this guy is that he, you know, didn't, doesn't appreciate that creative competition can fuel both people and lead to a, a very fulfilling friendship. Maybe one that even grows stronger and stronger and more and more empowering. Mm-hmm. Like his... He, for some reason, he got it into his head that his success was belonged to him alone. And number one, he couldn't share it. Number two, it it made him step on her. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. when you found the key, and things have happened for you, and you don't turn around and be like, "Hey, best friend, yeah, I figured it out. I know the answer." Let me tell it to you, and let's use the answer together so both of us can step up. That is like a first class choice motherfucker. Yes, absolutely. But and if even if he wasn't willing to do that, at the very least, fucking pick up your friend when she's down. You know, like you don't have to unlock that key to be like, let me tell you all the secrets of how to be a successful uh, novelist. Fuck that. Fine. Great. That's that's a cherry on top of a friendship. Great. 
But at the very least, if she's like down in the dumps and he's like, bitch, get up and like work you're harder. Shitty, you're shitty. That's why yeah. you're a shitty writer. Then like, I don't know. That, anyway, that's, that's own weak. your jealousy and use it. Do we have a, do we have a Drake? Well, yeah, you better look that shit up. You fucking <laughs> promised everyone that we were going to Drake this shit up. Okay, hang on. We'll pause this while I look. Drake's Headlines is a great, one of my favorite songs. Um, but it, with Drake and Headlines in the chorus, like he says, they know, they know, they know. And that's about his boys, the people who he started from the bottom with. Mm-hmm. Um, and what his boys know is that since he hit it big, they're always going to be a family and he's going to pay for shit. He's going to bring everybody over. He's going to bring everybody up. They're all going to rule together because they started together. Um, but it's really interesting. Like headline op- headlines opens with, I might be too strung out on compliments, overdosed on confidence, started not to give a fuck and stopped fearing the consequence. Like, you know, he's dealing with fame again. You know, he sings a lot about having to deal with fame. And then what he realizes is, um, although it gets crazy with fame and it warps you, he's always got this crew of people who knew him from the beginning and he'll take them wherever he goes, as high as he goes. And they'll know, they know, they know, they know, you know, Drizzy got the money, so Drizzy gon' pay it. Those my brothers, I ain't even gonna say it. That's just something they know, right? That bitch, that fucking motherfucker friend of hers is not <laughs> buying into the Drake way. Right. And, but the, the good thing though is she has those homeboys in her life, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the people she's had for life. So she has OG friends, which is great. And thank you, Drake. And when she hits it, and we hope she will, she'll take us somewhere. She'll take us somewhere <laughs> and she'll take those, the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Leave the shit anyway, behind. Thank you, Drake, for your lyrical inspiration today. Yeah. Um, that's it for today. Um, keep your questions coming to Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. Oh, did we check our ranking this week? Well, fuck, Yasik fucked me and told me that we were 17. So I wrote about 17. Then he was like, Meh, no, we're 22. And I think we've actually gone down. But whatever. <laughs> so we've gone down or we were always 22 to begin with? I think we were always 22 to We weren't with. 17. No. So okay, we, we can aim for 17. And yeah. we can be jealous of the person who's Who 17. 20. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we will aim for 17. Yeah, we will aim for 17. Anyway, thank you for listening to us on iTunes and however you listen to us. And don't forget to leave comments and rate us. Um, Until next time. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.